There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. A radiophonic novella. Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome to season five of Locatora Radio, Por Casteras Peligrosas. Listen at your own risk. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. Thank you for tuning in to Capitulo 116-116. Last time on Locatora Radio, we talked about fake Tinos. That was a part two episode to follow up to our fake Tinas episode from earlier this summer. So make sure you tune in across listening platforms and leave a review. Girl, fake Tinas is from like early in the year. <laughs> oh my God, what is time anymore? Uh- Time doesn't exist I'm anymore. I'm waiting on that one, girl. I, I feel you. Um, just as a quick reminder, folks, you uh, can... Anyways, <laughs> we're here. We're recording. We're here. We're here. We're here. 
Just as a quick reminder, you can follow us across all socials on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere at locatora underscore radio. And if you are looking for a Findom drain and aspire to be our human wallet, you may escort yourself right on over to our Venmo at locatora-radio. All proceeds go towards production costs, and we quite literally mean all proceeds. So please, for the love of all that is good, donate something because we have bills to pay. <laughs> uh, all right. And also on that note, <laughs> can you tell them? The ways in which, the ways Mala in which, you guys, the ways in which. Episode, and every time it makes me laugh, she gets so creative with how to tell y'all to fucking, but this shit is free and to contribute. <laughs> oh, God. You all have no idea the lengths we go to to keep these shows on the air I'm every screaming. week. One day we're going to tell you guys the memoirs for, for the, the memoirs. memoirs. But for now. For now, just fucking donate. <laughs> All right. And just as a quick reminder, you can get 15% off of your purchase from one of our favorite Latina-owned makeup brands, Viva Cosmetics, if you use our affiliate code Locatora Radio 15 Head on over to vivacosmetics.com and use our code Locatora Radio 15 Yes, ma'am. And that's not our only affiliate code. We also have a, an affiliate code now through our Marihuanera podcast for Mota Glass. So if you head to mota-glass.com, you can get yourself a Latina-owned bong, beaker, other glass products for smoking weed and use our affiliate code Marihuanera P. 4P. That's Marihuanera, the letter P, the number four, the letter and make sure you subscribe to Marihuanera, a podcast for potheads. It is a Locatora original. Subscribe, follow across streaming platforms. You can become a patron on patreon.com and make sure you check out info for our live Marihuanera listening party and smoke sesh. It's coming up September 24th at a secret location. We also have our first Patreon, Patreon exclusive virtual smoke sesh on September 17th. So make sure that you head to Patreon, subscribe at the $10 tier or the $25 tier so you don't miss out on any of that good stuff. Amazing. Amazing. You don't want to miss any of it. And speaking of the Patreon, you can also join Locas por Libros at patreon.com slash locatora underscore productions and become a member at the $8 tier. We are reading all Latinx text, novels, written by BIPOC authors we are I'm so excited to continue to grow out our list of books that we're reading we're like booked for the for the rest of the year which is exciting so many books so little time honestly it's getting really hard (laughs) to pick a book because there's so many amazing ones coming out um but yeah so join us at Locas por Libros via Patreon you also get a cute little newsletter each month, and I'll tell you what I'm reading and some reviews and all of that. It's all cute. It's all vibes. So join on the Patreon. It's all vibes. And did you guys know that Brie Larson officially declared this book girl fall? So like, it's the age of the book club. You guys the book club need to subscribe. It's now like sexy and cute. It's not just your like housewife. like pastime anymore okay the book clubs are sexy the book clubs are fun they're vibey and i'm also thinking about like matching a book with a cocktail each month (gasps) so you know 
if that's your thing, like it is for me, you know what to do. You know where I'll be making the craft cocktails. Oh, shut up. So are we matching the cocktail to like the book cover or like how is the how is the matching being curated? Okay, so there's two things. So some authors that have like the support of the huge publications or the huge publishers that they publish their book for have like book club kits. So we're currently reading Tender Was the Night by Silvia Moreno Garcia and she has a book club kit which comes with a playlist and also a recipe to make a cocktail um that's like vibey. It's like a something you would read uh when you're reading this noir novel and also like of that era. And so it's super cute. And so when I saw that, I was like, this is what we're doing moving forward. Each book Hell needs yeah. to be paired with a cocktail. And so either I will find one that's already been, um, you know, pre-selected for this book, or we will create one moving forward. And so I will become a mixologist is what I'm telling you. I'm obsessed with this. Just another facet. <laughs> just another facet. Another just, multitude to just contain. Just an excuse to read and drink, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Especially with, look, um, COVID is worse now than it yeah, was it is. <laughs> when we first started. It's true. Um, I see us going back into some form of lockdown, maybe, So what better than to invest in cocktails and books? Honestly, I'm ready. Okay, not to get controversial or anything, but I'm ready for the booster. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. inject me, please. Give it to me. October, I'm ready. Mainline it. it. Mainline Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Give me the antibodies (laughs) now. Yes. Um, Anyway. Anywho. So for today, we have a really cute, a really fun interview with this community member that's been in the space for a long time, or since Mm -hmm. we've been in it. We've seen her. We've seen her grow, Mm -hmm. and that's exciting. Um, And so we're going to be talking to Ashley Marie Garcia of Brown Girl Travels. Um, Before we bring her on, I wanted to ask you, Mala, Mm -hmm. about any solo traveling you've done that you want to share with us. It sounds like an accusation. Well, it's not. (laughs) But actually, now that I think about what you're probably thinking about, maybe. (laughs) Uh, You're like, so is there any solo travel you want to tell us about, Mala? Is there any sneaking into a country that you did? That's not what I was referring to. But actually, now you have to tell us. So I've talked about this. I don't think on the podcast. You've talked about this on the podcast really? many episodes or, ago. Or in, okay, many episodes ago. I know like at, many, live, many at live events I've shared. Uh, um, yeah, so like for newer listeners, there was a, to- there was a time um, when I was in college, my sophomore year of college, I had the <clears> opportunity <throat> to study abroad in two places. So the summer between freshman year and sophomore year, I went to Cuba. And I was there for a summer. And then at the end of that summer, I went to London for a year. And that was my my sophomore experience. But well, don't you know that while I was in Cuba, I fell in love, honey. This was way before 90 Day Fiance. I want to just say that. This was like what year? 2011, 2012? Um, actually, I don't, I don't know when the 90 Day Fiance franchise began. Let me not be a historical. <laughs> it was a long time ago, though. So I go to Cuba. Obviously, I fall in love with a Cuban man who, like, lives in Havana. And it was, like, 
the moment I met him and the moment we like, like the moment I saw him and like the first night we hung out, it was like on from there. It was like, that was it. You know, sometimes you just meet someone and it's that automatic fucking, it clicks and it's just the energy and it all makes sense. So for two years, I was doing everything in my power (laughs) to visit this fool in Cuba. So there were a couple times where like, I flew to Mexico, like I flew to Cancun one time and then I went to Havana and then I flew to Mexico City one time and then I went to Havana. I had a Mexican travel agent, my friends, because the the travel restrictions, there was even more restrictions back then. Like you could only go for religious purposes or if you had like a university with the like charter to, to cover you, to take you for educational purposes. So... I had to go through other countries. There were like really not direct flights from the US to Cuba. So I had a Mexican travel agent and I would hit him up and he would buy me my tickets and then I would fly down to Mexico and then I would meet him in the terminal and I would like Western Union him money ahead of time. And then he would have my tickets ready and then I would board my flight to Havana. And you know, I had done all my research cause there's like plenty of people who have traveled to Cuba by going to third through third countries. And so there is like a lot of writing and literature on like how to not get your passport double stamped, like what to say, like which airports, like the travel, you know, all these different tips and tricks. So I did it just by like doing research online. And then when I was studying abroad in London, um, I could fly directly. So I flew directly and I spent a month in Cuba, like during my winter break. Um, obviously it ended very badly and was a horrible idea to begin with, but I was very in love. That was like my first love, I would say. And it was very tumultuous. It was very wild. My parents were horrified because they were like, um, (laughs) she's just like going to Cuba all the time by herself. (laughs) And she's like, not supposed to. But it was fine. I was fine. And now I've had the experience. Um, I met some really interesting people. I met Cuban people in London and like in Europe because Cubans like leave Cuba and go everywhere. I've met Cubans here in the States who knew him and like a lot of Cuban artists because he was an artist. So I don't know. It just like was a period of my life that I look back now and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck were you doing? But it's fine. That's hilarious because when I asked you this question, I really was not trying to bring all this up, but I will say I did not know that it was for two years that you were doing all this international clandestine travel. It was crazy because it, yeah, uh, soft, it was like through my junior year and then up into my senior year and it was my senior spring. that is all of college. All of college. Senior spring, spring break, I was in Cuba. I was in Havana for my senior spring. I took two weeks. I told my professors, look guys, I'm missing a week of school, but it's because I'm going to Cuba, so it's fine. And they were like, (laughs) oh, okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Because, you know, like in the academy, it's one of those things where, oh, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, go see the comrades, you know? Yes, go be a revolutionary girl. (laughs) Go be a revolutionary. Love and communism, bitch. Um, But that was the last time I went down there, the last time I saw him, because it ended horribly. But again, for the memoirs, that's a a, a different side of the story that I will share another time. For the memoirs. Wow, girl. I feel like I need a drink after that. Me too! You took me through that. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to bring all that up. I really meant, like, maybe she's going to tell us about when she went to Mexico. Like, (laughs) 
like when she went for her birthday last year, two years ago. Oh yeah, I went with I went with the trappy gothis. I went with the trappy gothis. Yeah, I was like, maybe she's gonna tell us a cute story. Um, but I'm sorry that I brought up all this trauma from undergrad. Apologies. It's okay. It's totally fine. You know, it's this is the travel episode, honey. Um, this is the travel episode. Yes, you did it is. solo travel. You did I a big did. trip right before I the did. pandemic. I did. Um, I almost got stuck in Peru, right? Because I was so determined to go on this trip. Pre, pre-pandemic, COVID was out there, but no pandemic yet. There were no cases in South America. I was like, we're good. Like, you know. And so I go to Peru. I had this beautiful solo trip. I did spend most of it with my family, but I did venture off and I went to Arequipa. Um, not to get too heavy, but when I was studying abroad during my undergrad in 2014, um, I had this trip planned to Arequipa for, for like a long weekend and I had to cancel it because I had this, um, incident with a man that also lived in Arequipa and the trip was, the part of that trip was to go stay with him with some other friends and, and hang out and do the whole thing. So I decided it was best for me to stay back and stay in Lima and not go to Arequipa. So I, I kind of, you know, when I left Peru at the end of my six months, I that definitely weighed on me and was something that I was like, I need to come back and do this by myself and I need to, it's going to be like a thing. And so I waited a long time to do it. And um, it was what, like five years that went by. And so when I went to Lima or to Callao to visit my family, I like was very intentional that I was going to venture off and do this by myself. And it was going to be a very healing experience for me because I associated this particular departamento or state with a lot of pain and trauma. And so I went to Arequipa and I stayed at this really beautiful boutique hotel and I like totally treated myself the entire like three four days that I was there and I went on all the like tours by myself and I was definitely that lone traveler that was the only woman um everyone was there like with their families like on these tours or there were men by themselves but I was definitely one of the only if not the only at least in my group uh, my tour group that was a woman but traveling solo and so I think like definitely take precaution when you're traveling of course um, but also like if you have the opportunity as a woman to travel by yourself it's super empowering like I went with some like trepidation and anxiety you know just because I felt like fuck like what if I run into this man like does he even still live here you know and so I definitely felt that anxiety when I was, you know, boarding the plane and landing and taking taxis by myself and doing the whole thing. Um, But at the end of it, I felt super empowered. And like, I did this. I like conquered this fear. This this was this was good for me. And then I went back and finished the trip with my family. And it was super amazing. And then a pandemic happened. And then, you know, two days after I left Peru, the border fucking closed, y'all. Peru closed the borders. And people were, like, driving to the airports, trying to board planes, and everything was shut down. And so I left the trip. Um, I left the country unscathed, in a sense. Um, but it was definitely um, an experience. Yes, I remember that period of time where you were still there and things were getting wild and a little... Things were getting wild. Yeah, a little stressful. And it was like, ah! Like, is Biosa going to get back okay? And you did, but it was, it was stressful because it was on the wire. 
it was stressful. It was on the wire. And what I saw, I saw people starting to like hoard, you know, like there was so much misinformation being spread while I was there, like through the WhatsApp, of course, like through the WhatsApp, there were so many things that were being shared that were not true. Um, At least like there was just no way that the way the information was being spread, that these were factual or anything coming from their own Department of Public Health. And so to see like all the hoarding happening and then to come home and to hear all these stories that there were like, there's no toilet paper, there's no this, there's no that. People are fighting at the grocery stores. It was wild all around. Very scary stuff. We've had some experiences, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. We've lived. We've lived. We've lived through some things. We've also, you know, our own travels when you and I travel, when we would travel for the podcast, you know, lots of we've shared our Chicago trip many times at Mm -hmm. this point where we were flat broke in in Chicago and Mm -hmm. everyone helped us without knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) We've had lots of different things happen, you know, and so. But we've made it through all of it with lots of kindness from strangers, from listeners, from people that invite us out. And um, and it's exciting. Hopefully we'll be able to travel one day again. It's exciting. Soon. Thank God people like us. Thank God we're likable. <laughs> no, it's true. Thank God we're likable. And like, we're so grateful because it's true. Like, look. To be able to get through a trip in a different city like that with zero dollars in our bank account and we made it and we were okay because every step of the way, the people with us like wanted to take care of us without us even asking, without them even knowing that we needed so we much told help. Nobody. We told nobody. That that's what makes it all so impressionable. Like yeah. what? Um, yeah. Our angels angels honestly our honestly. little angels out there so you know who you are we love you all yes thank you that, that being said um we are super excited yes. to introduce our guest mala tell us a little bit about ashley maria garcia yes so you probably follow her on instagram if you don't you should brown girl travels this is a really cool project it is a travel zine a travel blog a travel magazine in print and digital um ashley marie garcia hosts events she uh curates really beautiful spreads about women of color and traveling and she accepts submissions from all kinds of people who want to share their experiences with travel whether that be abroad or as ashley calls it in your backyard backyard travel so this is a really fun interview we hope you enjoy it thank you for tuning in
right, look, amores, today we have a super exciting interview. We are joined by Ashley Garcia of Brown Girl Travels. Ashley, welcome to Locatora Radio. Say hello to our hey. listeners at home. Hey, Brown Girls, what's up? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Ashley, we absolutely love Brown Girl Travels. You do events. You have an online magazine, an in-print magazine. You do all kinds of really cool content on social media. And we wanted to bring you in because we've seen you tabling at events. We see your cool content online. We love the idea of Brown Girls doing travel content. So welcome to the show. And we just want to ask, like, how did Brown Girl Travels come to be? What was the origin? Okay, well, originally Brown Girl Travels was just going to be like a small little passion project, something that I wanted to give to my, my then five-year-old niece, Mia. I wanted her to grow up and know that she could travel too, because growing up, I never felt like I could. And I had, since at that point, I had been to New York, Chicago, and Portland by myself. And I was like, I'm going to write down these stories for her, and I'm going to include tidbits on like little history facts of women of color who have also traveled in the past. So I went online and I'm looking for these little tidbits to include in this little bean that I was gonna hand make. And I found out that there wasn't a lot of documented things on this, like covering this. And I'm like, well, I know these stories are there because my grandma came from Mexico to here. So like these women are traveling, like someone needs to be writing these stories. Mm. So I kept and I kept searching and I couldn't really find anything where they were all put in one place, you know, somewhere where we can go to and, and see ourselves reflected in this way. Um, so I decided to make this zine bigger than just myself. And I invited a bunch of people to be a part of it. And thankfully, Jessica Salgado, she re reposted like my call for submission. And I think that was like the, the tipping point for Brown Girl Travels. Like she, she gave me that street cred, you know? a bunch of people started coming to my Instagram and saying, hey, 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 I saw your post on her thing. I would love to share my story with you. And I was like, wow, okay, I can't believe y'all are trusting me with your stories. Thank you so much. So I got 24 women to be a part of that first issue. I printed 300 copies. I was just going to make two copies, you know, originally one for me, one for her. But I was like, this is huge. Printed 300 copies. I sold out of every single one. Um, I attended like LA Zine Fest. That's where like I really wanted to launch it for the first time. And it was a huge success. And ever since then, Brown Girl Travels has just kind of taken on its own entity, you know, it's its own bean. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, can you tell me what, what consisted, like what type of stories consisted in the original or the very first print of the zine? Was it like tricks, travel hacks? Was it just storytelling? What kind of stories were shared in the zine? It was definitely chock full of a few things, but specifically traveling solo, women of color traveling solo. That was the whole thing. And so there was tips and tricks on that, how to save money, actual stories from women, drawings. Um, someone made like a small comic strip, which is really cool of like her going back to the motherland and realizing that she's pocha, you know, like she, <laughs> she's like, fuck, I, I've been dreaming of going to this motherland my whole life and I finally gone and it's like, shit, I don't fit in here, you know, like, <laughs> And so these stories re really resonated in, in a really uh, big way with everyone that got that first issue. And so since then, I've um, I've made every issue a little different. So it hits every niche in this, you know, this realm of women of color who travel. So like the second issue, well, the second major issue was dedicated to my mother um, and it focused on healing. And it was something that I released during the pandemic 
Um, so it was like a really strong focus on what we can do for ourselves in our home personal space. And there was articles like on how plants are good for you and shit like that, you know, like how they bring healing because they teach you patience. They give you something to do. Um, it was so many beautiful articles and our third issue was a lookbook and it was just really pictures, um, something to flip through with like quotes and stuff. So every issue is a little different. I love how you have uh, taken like the seed of an idea and grown it in all these different directions. Um, and I wanted to ask you, how do you define travel in this project? Because I think a lot of people think of travel and they think international and taking flights and going to different continents, you know, but how do you really define traveling in the context of this project? I feel like especially when the pandemic came, um, the term travel had to take a, a really significant turn in, in what Brown Gold Travels was representing. And so I started doing like this backyard travel where I'm traveling neighborhoods and I'm going here and I'm going there in my own city. And I really feel like even moving forward, pandemic or not, like that's what Brown Gold Travels is. Like at the base of it, we're just all about adventure. Like you could, you could find adventure and travel anywhere. You can go to, you could take a train a few cities down and find something new. And it's really, truly beautiful. Um, and then also too, like something that, I, cause I, I'm born American citizen here. My mother came, I'm first generation. Um, but there are, so there are things that I don't understand. And so once the, the Instagram started building and I started getting a lot of messages in my DMs, a few women were reaching out to me and they're like, yo, I can't. I can't travel far because I don't have papers. And I'm, they're like, what, you know, what do we do? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, And so I had to really think about that. And I'm like, wow, like, okay. So this is something that I feel at the base of it. And we can, we can travel anywhere, all of us, every single one of us. And I want to make sure that we all know it's accessible. You could hop a train. You don't need papers, honey, like to go down the street. Like we can do it. It's totally accessible. And I want to show everybody that. That's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm going to share this only because he shares this publicly, but my partner is undocumented. And so he uh, is very much, of course, about the domestic travel. And so when we started dating four years ago, it very much opened my eyes into like, wait, there's so much to see in our own backyard or in our own country, um, just the, the state next door, right? Because like yeah. I said, I used to think of traveling as like, I need to catch a flight and I need to get my passport stamped. But actually, there, there's so much beauty in our backyard and what we can see. And so I'm curious about what was one of your maybe your favorite like backyard hangouts uh, during the pandemic. Honestly, like I, a, a city you really loved that you explored for the first time. Um, it, it was hands down Santa Barbara. Like I caught an Amtrak. I, I, I think I even took the bus there from like my house, an Amtrak to uh, a bus to the Union Station caught an Amtrak two hours to Santa Barbara. Um, the trip round trip was like $50 and I stood there for the whole day. You know, I, it's my day trip. And like, I've made it since uh, something that I try to do often. I've done it with my boyfriend. I've done it solo, you know, and like, I'm going to continue to do it. Uh, I love it. Uh, the town is beautiful. You arrive in Santa Barbara on the beach. Like you're lit, the train leaves you a block away from the beach and in downtown Santa Barbara. So you're surrounded by everything. It's hundred percent a culture shock, but <laughs> it is a beautiful place. And I love to, that it's just right down the street and I can go explore it. Like I can buy a ticket right now and go tomorrow morning. 
Yeah, I think uh, it's it's really fun to kind of rediscover the areas that maybe we take for granted. I went to Joshua Tree recently and San Diego, and I don't know, I've never spent any time in San Diego. And I, I didn't realize that I don't know shit about San Diego until yeah. I was there recently. And I was like, oh my God, this is nice. Like, this is San like, Diego's fun. It's yeah. cute. Barrio Logan, like, it's fun. It's, it's fun. Also, yeah, definitely. It's they have like, their own thing going on down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about us. They got a whole vibe. <laughs> it's true. They got their own high rises. They don't. They don't need LA. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it's beaches. The beaches are gorgeous. The beaches yeah. were like clean. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, look at this luxury. Right? A clean beach. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like two hours down that way. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love the, that, that that's part of your, uh, you know, your content, like let's, let's, let's make travel less complicated. Like Mm -hmm. let's make it simple because it it could be simple. Right. And, and especially with, um, the reality of some countries not even being open and some places that you fly to literally begging people not to go, you know, it's almost like the, (laughs) the the more ethical travel is going to be the one that you can take on a train or a bus or or locally domestically so yeah I just think it's great and there's just so many different layers to that yeah a hundred percent no and I love that what you said like Hawaii is literally begging people not to come and people are still like I need to go to Hawaii go to Manhattan Beach honey this summer like you could wait (laughs) go to Catalina Island Yo, okay, first of all, Catalina Island, people are sleeping on that. And I am too. Like, I haven't been and I really, really want to go so bad. It's, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. You can go, you can get a discount. Well, this was a couple years ago, but you can get a discounted trip, a discounted ticket on the ferry if it's your birthday. It's either like free or discounted because we took my mom once for her birthday. And so check that out. That's, That's cute. a cute little solo trip you could do for your birthday for anyone listening if you're local. That's good to know. My birthday is coming up in January, so. <laughs> Are you a January Capricorn? I'm a January Aquarius. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we love. We still like it. We still love it. We're still here for it. So Ashley, you have an event coming up, yes? Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the event um, and what folks can expect? So the event is going to be on September 18th um, from one to six. The event is a long time in the making. Um, I have been wanting to do something to give back to my community for so long. And then with COVID, of course, like I wasn't prepared to do anything that was unsafe. So I've just been kind of sitting on this for a while. And I think the longer I sat on it, the more it grew in like my idea of what it was going to look like and so it manifested into just what I thought it would look like like honestly I when I first started thinking about it I got on a piece of paper and I drew like an outline like there'll be vendors here and there'll be mariachis here and then it all started kind of coming together a few months ago I reached out to um, someone that used to work at the elementary school I went to who now owns a dance studio in the neighborhood I grew up in um, Elysian Valley which is right next to Dodger Stadium and she said, you could have your community event here. And I was like, damn, the wheel started rolling from there. And I got, uh, 
La Familia Edibles to sponsor the mariachis. Um, my friend who owns Montefort Studio is sponsoring signage. All these people started kicking in. All these people started donating stuff. Like, honestly, nothing about this event is done alone with Brown Girl Travels. It was all community built. And so because of that, I think it's going to be so beautiful. There's going to be self-defense, a free community self-defense class. There's going to be a writing workshop, a meditation workshop with sound bowls. You can come and get free clothes. We're going to have a clothing swap. Um, and we're going to be having vendors, about 20 plus vendors. So it's going to be a great way to kick off Latinx Heritage Month. Amazing. And up. you're also, you're giving away things as well, right? Let's talk about the philanthropic portion of this event. That is a back to school event. And I am going to be giving away a hundred backpacks to children, teenagers, and they're filled with a bunch of goodies. So we got school supplies, crayons, the mariachis actually wanted to kick in and they got like charging cables, which I thought was a really good idea because a lot of kids are using the iPads nowadays. Um, so the backpacks are going to have a bunch of goodies. We have a hundred of them to give out. Um, and we're also collecting uh, donations day of, but like, honestly, I'm just excited to give away a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. It sounds like a glorious event. What is the name of the event and where can people find more info, get tickets, RSVP, whatever the case may be? So I am calling it the BGT back to school event. Um, you can go on to the Brown Girl Travels Instagram to find the flyer and find all the info. Um, it is free. You can walk in. There is no, you don't have to register at all. Just show up, bring the good vibes, bring your family. Um, the event is going to be in Elysian Valley at the First Impressions Dance Studio. It's going to be on, at 3001 Gilroy Street, uh, right alongside of the LA River. So it's going to be like in the neighborhood I grew up in, which is super like full circle for me because this is where my community giving should start. <laughs> Here, here. Yes. I love that. We love Absolutely. that. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Ashley Marie Garcia, you are a force to be reckoned with and a visionary. I love your project. I love what you've uh, accomplished and what you've put together. And I don't know, maybe we should figure out like, should we do like a Brown Girl Travels podcast one day? That would be uh, cute. I think you need a podcast, girl. So anyways, put that in the universe, manifest that. Cause I can totally see that, um, in your future, we need more travel shows. I'm trying to get like a good wealthy, like benefactor to like pay for my projects. <laughs> Aren't Absolutely. we all? Yes. <laughs> we are all manifesting benefactors. If there are any benefactors listening to this episode, there's yeah, you, you heard, you know, come find us, please. <laughs> hey, uh Oh. <laughs> pay us for the love of all that is good Ashley Marie Garcia thank you so much for coming by Locatora Radio um is there anything else that you want to plug and leave our listeners with um is there a Venmo is there a website is there a Patreon okay so we are working on the website but there is a Venmo there is always a Venmo <laughs> yes plug the Venmo girl get uh, your coins at- 0316 y'all at bgt 0316 if y'all want to help like donate to this event to whatever i do your girl this is all like self-funded like everything bgt does is like out of my pocket and like i don't mind it because like i'm investing in myself so hey um absolutely but yeah if y'all want to help your girl 
and definitely follow my page and like stay tuned for more opportunities to be a part of uh, the next issue. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, Locamores, we will catch you next time. Besitos. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.